0: It's estimated that 26,000 Vermonters are caring for someone with dementia, a condition that makes it difficult to think clearly and remember. According to the Alzheimer's Association of Vermont, the volunteers providing that care save the government hundreds of millions of dollars in nursing home costs, yet support services remain patchy. Vermont Public's Nana Keck spoke with caregivers about what they're up against and experts who are trying to help. Becoming a caregiver is not something most people plan for. Sharon, a mother of two in Rutland, remembers how it began for her. My sister and I started the conversation of, gosh, mom's declining, what are we going to do? Sharon didn't want me to use her last name because she didn't want to embarrass her mother, who has Alzheimer's. As the disease worsened, she says balancing her mom's needs with her own full-time job and family became a frenetic juggling act you know stopping almost daily on my way home stopping every weekend and making sure that she had all groceries that she needed or you know picking up the medication that she hadn't been taking during the week so she didn't mix it up sharon says the grief and anxiety she felt was exhausting and overwhelming and you get angry for this being kind of the lot you know i love my sister and brother and just because of logistics, they can't be here to help. So I would find myself getting angry at them. Then she'd feel guilty for getting mad, something experts like Cinda Danton say is common.
1: People who have dementias have behaviors that are hard on us. And those of us who find ourselves in the role of a family caregiver, we were never trained for this.
0: Danton counsels caregivers in Rutland and Bennington County for Rutland Mental Health Services and the Southwestern Vermont Council on Aging. She tries to help caregivers break the cycle of negative emotions many feel and lessen the stress of the job. Doughton says improving communication can help. People with dementia repeat themselves, forget, and get agitated, which can be irritating.
1: So let's say that you tell your husband or your wife, we're going to go to the doctor today. And he says, we were just there
0: two weeks ago. You might be tempted to remind your spouse that that visit was in fact six months ago. But Danton says, don't correct someone with dementia. It won't help. And will just make them feel bad. Instead, you say,
1: it's really important that you stay well because I really want to keep you around. Or you say, I appreciate that you're willing to do this
0: because I know you don't enjoy it. Danton says that approach is validating and helps strengthen the caregiving relationship, which is crucial. Something else that's helpful, stay in the moment. With Alzheimer's and other illnesses that cause dementia, the future is scary. So Danton tells clients to focus on what's good in their life right now and celebrate it.
1: Noticing what you like about what your loved one's still doing, like, you know what? He's still getting at least five hours of sleep a night, and that's really helpful.
0: But Danton says it's also vital to address the burnout caregivers feel as their loved one's dementia worsens. She remembers one client who used to bring her husband on errands. At first, he'd stay in the car, but then he started getting out and urinating in public.
1: I hear this a lot from caregivers that it's difficult to talk with other people about their experience because they really feel like people don't get it. And so that makes it very isolating.
0: Which is why, Danton says, it's so important for caregivers to take care of themselves first. Take breaks, get out with friends, and do things that bring joy. Caregiver support groups can be especially helpful, says Danton. But the types of services you can tap into often depend on where you are. Luba Routsong says even though she lives in Chittenden County, she was shocked by the lack of services after her husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's.
1: Where's the brochure? Where is the, the pamphlet that says, now that you know this, this is where you can go? It wasn't there. And I was astounded for the next year how hard it was to find resources.
0: The University of Vermont Medical Center is trying to address that by expanding services and creating a dementia family caregiving center. Lori McKenna, a clinical social worker involved in the project, says they want to become a gateway for people across Vermont with information, dementia education classes, and counseling, programs more widely available now with telemedicine the person is diagnosed with dementia and then the family can immediately begin to plan for the future. McKenna says they're creating peer mentoring so new caregivers can learn from those more experienced. And she says they plan to invest in workforce development to address the shortage of social workers trained in the needs of caregivers and in gerontology in general. I think we have to talk about older Vermonters and oftentimes they're not talked about. And so step one, is that we're talking about this, that we're recognizing there's a really significant need. Meg Polite is policy director of Vermont's Alzheimer's Association. She says even with UVM's efforts, those of state agencies and Vermont's five area councils on aging, caregiver support services remain hard to find for many in Vermont. It's why she hopes lawmakers will approve proposed legislation to create a state dementia coordinator budgeted at $150,000 a year. We need somebody who can look at all of the pieces that come together and figure out what's working, what's not working, how we have to expand, where we have to expand. And I think that that point person would really make us so much more efficient because it would allow us to focus our work where it's most needed and is going to have the greatest impact. By 2025, Polite says the number of Vermonters 65 and older who have Alzheimer's is expected to grow by 30 percent. Those who will have to care for them will need help. For Vermont Public, I'm Nina Keck.